Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Masora Cast. I am your host Dove Cats here with owner director of Camp Masora, Ari Cats. Say hello, Ari. How you doing, everyone? How you doing, Dove? This is yet another Camp Masora uh, innovation. We are the first camp to have a podcast. Am I right? Yeah, I believe so. I think this is actually really exciting because I think you know throughout the year, um, where you don't get to communicate as much with the parents and the campers, this way you have the next opportunity to inform parents what's going on all the new uh, parenting tips out there, what they should prepare for for the summer. I mean, other than the phone call, I, my son had 37 cents left in his canteen last year. Can I get that applied to my next year's senior trip or something? Exactly, or? exactly. We want to keep in touch with the families. It's very important for what we're trying to accomplish throughout the year, for, rather throughout the summer, that we, uh, we stay in touch with them uh, all year long. So, Ari, I'm a new parent. First time sending my kid to camp. Why Missora? There are tons of other camps out there which have... Great programs. A lot of them seem kind of similar. Why do I want to send my kid to Camp Missoura? It's a great question. Uh, you know, uh, many parents and kids are going to camp just to have a great time. Um, your typical sports, your hockey, your basketball, and your programs and color wars, and just having a blast with their friends. I think the focus in Camp Missoura over the last number of years is something extremely different. We just came up with the tagline, Create Your Summer Here. And that's really our focus. It's, of course, the kids are having a great time. Um, they're there with their friends. But more importantly, they have that opportunity to create their summer. And that may mean uh, hockey. That may mean basketball. But it goes to the extent of IDF training and mountain biking and all the programs that kids want to focus on, improve their skills. So we give them that opportunity almost on a daily basis to work with kids on the same skills range um, together and improve and and work hard and become confident in an activity that they want to spend more time in during their day. All right, so my kid's not into sports and doesn't like shooting people or throwing flipping people and IDF and all that fun kind of stuff. What is my kid going to do the whole summer? Is he going to spend time in his bunk playing on his uh, iPod or whatever? Or wh what's he going to do over the summer? Or is she going to do over the summer? What are some of the alternative programs that Camp Missoura has available for your non-sports, non-active kind of kid? You know, that's actually also a great question. And it's funny because a lot of the athletes also have a huge interest in this because so much of the year is focused on sports. One of the greatest programs we did last year was uh, build uh, your own bunk, build your own cabin. And about 25 kids. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Does that mean I get to call and say, can you make sure my kid is in the bunk with this kid? And that, what does it mean, build my own bunk? Build your own cabin. Actually, you, you, you have professionals who are contractors who are hired, who are coming, who are teaching the campers how to build uh, a bunk, teaching kids how to build like a, a physical cabin. bunk. A physical bunk. Wow. Physical bunk from beginning to end. So this year we did it actually by the, the zip line area. We built a, a small little cabin uh, just to hold all the equipment. And the kids, uh, it was a log cabin. The kids had a blast. For, for three weeks, they worked. It was about two hours a day. And they worked on literally from the basics, taking you all the way to the real intense part of building and these kids really learned the skill they felt proud at the end for learning this so they went from from just a, a, a clearing in the woods to literally a bunk or a building that they could use now what about someone's 10 year old daughter who's not good at handling a chainsaw what, what's she going to be able to do in Camp Missouri? so for on the girls you have many girls who are, are very interested in sports but you have also girls who are interested in uh 
learning how to train for the marathon. And that we spend a lot of time. Uh, we have a person by the name of Tamar Siklik who uh, takes the kids out of camp and starts, teaches you how to breathe properly, how to run, how to build to uh, a 5K and then continuing all the way up. Um, and kids are running the Yachad Marathon. We have a color run uh, throughout the summer. They end up going to Miami. Um, but all these things take time and learning. It, it's not just your simple training with, with high school kids. We believe that you have to have professionals in every single activity. Um, so for instance, we mentioned Tamar Siklik. She's a professional runner. She's a professional aerobics instructor. And it's not enough just to put someone, a high school student there to teach, but yeah, you need these, these professionals. So you're saying that the people who are teaching my kids how to do all these things are not necessarily just someone who's two or three years older than them, but a true professional in their field, a professional uh, uh, athlete, a professional baker, a professional choreographer, somebody like that. Is that what you're telling me? Exactly. So, you know, talk about culinary, and, and that's something that's a very hot activity for both boys well, and girls. it's hot if you're going to be in the summer in the kitchen, yes, certainly. Although, didn't they do it on a porch last year? Was I was I watching? Yeah, that? we that do it right outside the, the... Outdoor kitchen. I yeah. like that. I like that. Very rustic. That's right. Well, it's also 8,000 degrees in a kitchen in the summer. Although, Camp Missoura is very chill weather-wise for the most part. Being on the... on the in the in Which mountain range are you guys in? What is that called? Is that still the Catskills up there? I guess, it, yeah, to some degree. We're, we're on top of the mountain. So, you know, the funny question is, parents ask, so what's the air conditioning uh, like up there? And I could count on my hand the amount of times I used the air conditioning in my own personal place because it, it really does. It's beautiful. Uh, it, it's you got beautiful the mountain breeze coming down through the valley and you're on top of the mountain, but on the side of the mountain, I, I don't need it's the 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 physical layout of the camp is unbelievable in terms of where it's located from a weather perspective, although you do have the. Uh, you know, the, hey, it's beautiful, sunny, and then 20 seconds later, hey, it's raining because you're up in the mountains, but that's that's part of being in the mountains. That's for sure. But the bigger question is how many sweatshirts to take. How many sweatshirts? That's right. Are they Hollister? Are they Abercrombie? These are the important questions that, that you, you need to know. Or maybe you, you pull out the good old Gap one, right? Or the Masora one. The Masora one. Look, I don't know. Aaron Asaroff, who's uh, the head of our apparel now, Somehow he's pulling out these clothing that uh, hey, all the guys, campers are. You guys are have, uh, all of a sudden this year, I was like, where did they get all these really cool clothes? Like they have, they have the word Masora, like on the arm, on the leg, on the side, on your stomach, on the back, all over the place. Really good stuff. Yeah, all the sleeves. I, I, w I went running yesterday and it was actually quite cold here. So I put on those sleeves. And I never thought I would ever wear them. It came in handy yesterday. Wear them on your arms, your legs, and uh, the, all the dry fit shirts and the sweatshirts. It, it's, it's, it's incredible. Wow. So wait, we were, we were talking about uh, cooking before I interrupted us. So cooking, culinary, tell us about that in Camp Masora. You know, with, with culinary, it's, it's not just your typical uh, putting together some vegetables. This is really high-end cooking um, where the girls want to know uh, also healthy options. He healthy is a hot topic right now. Salad bar in Camp Masora. Salad bar, of course. This big salad bar. Breakfast yogurt bar. Fruit, yogurt bar stuff. Yeah, with all the fresh fruit, about a dozen fresh fruit in the morning. Every single day. Every single day. That's a lot of fruit. Yeah. But more importantly, the, the girls really want to know how to cook, uh, healthy options. And the boys want to know, it, you know, it's not just throwing on a, a steak or a hamburger on the grill. There's a, there's a real art to sp the spice, which spice, which rubs to put on. The amount of things you can cook in a sandwich maker, I think you guys, you guys probably have the record. 
with what these kids can figure out how to cook in a sandwich maker. It's unbelievable. It's a lot of talent. Is that is a lot of talent. So what if what if a boy wants to take culinary? Can he take culinary? Oh, absolutely. We we encourage that. We we give um, the high school boys, the eighth grade boys. They have a real interest in uh, culinary, and um, they, they like to focus more on the grilling aspect. <laughs> but again, you know, over the years, I know personally, I've learned, uh, you know, the sauces. You know, you, you put sauces on a on a steak, you, you ruin the, you ruin the steak. Got it. You got you got to get the dry rub and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Amount of minutes on each side. It's it's a real art. They spend a lot of time on it. And they're, they're very proud of it. Now, how red is it inside? And you know. Uh, is it medium, medium, medium rare? rare? When you touch it, does it feel like which part of your hand, all that stuff? Good stuff. So tell us about the, the new facilities in Lasora. Oh, the new facilities are great. Uh, last year, we finally concluded uh, with the big project of the bunks. Right now, they're all brand new bunks. Everything is brand new. Every bunk is brand new. Wow. Brand new with beautiful bathrooms, showers, decks. And the kids really live comfortably there, and uh, every kid has an outlet by their bed. There's no Ooh, fighting for outlets. No, no fighting for outlets. No sharing extension cords anymore. Well, when you have to plug in your iPod charger and your and your fan and your this and your that and the, this and that, you know, every kid needs their own, uh, you know, 40 amp circuit or something like that. And they got it. now. They got it now. They got it now. Wow. There's Camp, no question. Camp Missora, electricity for all. That could be your tagline. Uh, what else is being built in the camp this year? We're hearing a lot about a lot of construction going on up there. The biggest project this year that everyone's been waiting for is the dining room. The dining room. And Di- how big is this thing going to be? The dining room is uh, going to see 900 kids. Whoa, 900 kids. That's right. You heard it. Wow. And even with that, we'll probably still uh, have two shifts, but uh, it's going to be nice. It used to be the boys would have to walk to girls' campus. Now it was great because they got a lot of exercise. Yes, got a lot of exercise. Also had a reason to be on girls' campus, but that was besides the point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But, but now, now, now there's no uh, wasting any time for, uh, during activities. They, it's midway, and uh, the boys and girls both get to go uh, equidistant and uh, walk the same amount, and this way they can be back doing their uh, regular activities with uh, time to spare. So it's going to be a brand new dining room that's going to seat close to 1,000 people. What about the canteen? Is that Oh, the, wait, the dining room is where the canteen was. So what, what's the canteen going to be? There's also a brand new canteen that's being built uh, around that also, um, state-of-the-art canteen. And as you know, the canteen already was uh, a restaurant, full-service restaurant, Milchitz right. Fleischik. Best uh, mango smoothie I ever had in my life. Hello. Hey. I think it came just like, you know, from a bottle of some sort of mix, but it was still the best mango smoothie I ever had. You didn't have the yogurt from the yogurt machines? No, I didn't and have the yogurt from the yogurt machines. Uh, dope. Next time. Next, Next time, time I'll have you yogurt d- from the yogurt machines. All right. So we have full service, brand new dining room, full service, brand new canteen. What else new is there going to be in Camp Missouri this year? Oh, the road. What about the road? The road, the road is, uh, we have a brand new road actually for cars and for trucks behind the um, a service road, a brand new service road. But more importantly, as we did the service road, we expanded our paintball course. Ooh, very so important. it's not in the same area anymore. It's, uh, it's much wider, it, uh, newer items in there, and also expanded our mountain biking program uh, with more acres, more trails. Um, at the same time. So all these projects all worked hand-in-hand together. It was very nice. 
Basically, the days of, uh, you know, playing Gaga and Black Bottoms for night activity are pretty much over, is what you're saying. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, that's done. Now, the kids are, we have lights now on the by the zip line and by uh, by the archery courses. So you could do that at night? You could do that at night. Bonfires going on there at night. It became like a real hangout area, the whole ropes concept. It, 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 it's a lot of fun, but it, there's also a lot of team building involved with that on, on many of the ropes courses. Um, you have to work together to, to get to the top and team work together, you know, 25 feet up. I, I have a problem going up like three or four steps, so I'm not going up on top of that, but you're telling me the kids love this stuff. Kids love it. I, I'm with you on that. When I went on the zip line, Dr. Laz um, needed to help me out over there. It took me about 40 minutes to uh, work up the courage <laughs> to uh, to slide across. Uh, the kids are flying. My, my uh, five-year-old was uh, flying back and, forth. back and forth. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we got incredible programming in Camp Missouri. We got incredible new facilities in Camp Missouri. What about the staff? Who who is in charge of my kid? Who is my kid learning from if they go to Camp Missouri? Look, we we have great role models and uh, the application pool you're talking about hundreds to thousand uh, applications that come in every single year. Uh, we only want the best. And that's what we go for. Um, you know, all the principals uh, from all the schools always say that Ken Masso really has the greatest kids and the, the greatest staff. And we work very hard on that. Uh, Rev Goldvich uh, is, is our Rosh Kolo, and he plays a, has a huge impact on, on the campus. He gives share every single day. And um, many of the other staff members also from all the schools, we, we do a lot of training. We have a five-day tr- training seminar. And we work with all the staff members, uh, getting them ready for the summer. But so I th- it's not just a teenage kid who, hi, I'm your counselor kind of thing. This is somebody who's been through a training session, who's been taught by professionals in the field what is expected of them and how to, uh, how to proceed. Correct. Five days of intense training. I think we're really where we stand out. You know, you asked in the beginning how we're different. Um, the campers that come to us are not all from the New York, New Jersey area. Yeah, that's something that's incredible. I've been seeing these these parlor meetings all over the country and the world, frankly. Correct. So that that's something that's very unique. Most most camps seem to attract a, a you know, a tri-state region kind of uh, camper body. But here, you guys are getting from across the country and even a tremendous uh, uh, group from Israel. Yeah, we're very excited. 40%, over 40% of our campers now are from out of town, out of the New York, out of the New Jersey area. Um, we just came back from Dallas, going to Florida today. Uh, just came back uh, a few weeks ago from Israel. We have uh, close to 80 Israelis um, that come. And it happens to be, it's beautiful. You know, when we, got, we, just got, we went to Dallas at a parlor meeting, that family right now is going to, they're on their way to Israel for bar mitzvah. And they said that their Israeli friends from Petah Tikva are coming and joining in on the bar mitzvah. And really something unique and special is that the kids, when they go for their year in Israel, they now have a place to go for Shabbos. So these, these campers, these staff members gelling together from all different parts of the world really make the summer experience very unique. So they're building lifelong relationships over the summer. Is that true? Do they stay in touch over the year, do you find? Oh, all, all year long. And, and they can't get to the next place soon enough. You know, can we go to Florida? Can we go visit my friends in Dallas? Can we go to Toronto, California? The bunks are made up, not of just, you know, all from the same region. We put three, 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 you know, from all these different areas so that they really developed uh, these relationships. That's the most important. And, and it happens to be the kids, after year one, don't request their school friends anymore. 
they request their, their camp friends. Right, that seems to be a change in camping. I know when I was a kid, you had your school friends and you had your camp friends. And then kind of in the last few years, it came this thing that everyone just stayed together all year long. I think it's so wonderful to make new friends, be able to be with different kids for a change. I, I, I like what you're saying, that kids are requesting to be with their newer camp friends as opposed to the kids that they see uh, the, the other 10 months of the year. So this Israeli program, tell, tell us a little bit about that. You have kids who are former Americans coming from Israel? Are they Israeli Israelis? What, what, what kind of people come from Israel? It's a large group. Yeah, so these campers are not Olim. They're, uh, they've, they're born... Oh, that's what they're called. I forgot the word. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're living in uh, Israel. Um, they're, many of them don't speak a word of English. Um, and they're coming for, for an American experience, but also to infuse our campers with that B'nai Akiva experience that they have. Many of them are madrichim on programs in Israel. And uh, together, the, the campers work together. Um, and it's different cultures. They're two very different cultures, but they become very close and very tight and share experiences together, what's going on in Israel, what's going on in the United States, and together talk from two different cultures and get to know one, one another so that they develop these friendships for many years to come. So we got the American camper who's now you know, in a bunk or in a class or in a, in a shear with an Israeli kid, someone who's never had that experience of, of really spending time with. Oh, that's correct. Uh, the greatest thing is for the Israelis to be in that uh, in, in the shear with uh, the Americans. They they learn English. The Americans uh, learn Hebrew. They have to talk together in you know in Ivrit and in English, and uh, that that really what's what brings them closer. The Israelis tend to win at soccer, though. Correct. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not. It's even close. not even close, right? Yeah. The, the, the Americans can't. No. Basketball is yeah, they're kind of kind of equal, but soccer forget it. The Israelis actually basketball. Many of them are, are pretty intense, uh, but put them on uh, on a hockey court. Then. Right, a hockey court. They don't know what to do. Or baseball also. Right. Some of them, most of them don't. Know but what basketball to do. and soccer, <laughs> wow. really intense. So, what about learning programs at Camp Masora? We we keep talking about Shiur and what what kind of what is the learning for your average camper? And what about someone who wants something a little more intense? So we have, we have different tracks, and um, we believe that we're here to inspire campers. That's what that's what we want. We really want them inspired, going home, a love for Yiddishkeit, a love for davening, a love for learning, and, and that's our goal. We ins- we want inspired 24 hours a day. We have different tracks. We have kids who um, who want to sit in kolel and and learn. Um, and Rav Goldberg gave a share to uh, five high school kids this year an extra track that uh, during breakfast and then had an Ian Shear by another Kolol member after. And then we have girls who want to learn with, with many of the Moras, focus on Tanakh. Some of the programs are tailor-made and, and some of them we have a curriculum. But they're just similar to Create Your Summer here, when we talked about the sports and the culinary and the aerobics and Zumba and IDF training, we have kids who have a real focus on learning and, and um having an expertise in Tanakh and, and other areas, Halacha, Fila, and we give them those kids an opportunity. And it's not just one or two kids. You're, you're talking about dozens of kids who really want that opportunity to expand because they're getting to learn something. They're getting to handpick many of those things that they never were able to in school, and they're getting that experience here. Wow. So we got incredible programming, incredible staff, which we heard a little bit about. Maybe we'll do another podcast and talk more about some of the staff at Camp Nisora. We've got incredible role models. We've got an incredible experience. What else can you add? You know, if I could also add... you can, It's your show. You can do whatever you want. Oh, thanks. No, I, <laughs> I appreciate that. You're, You're a welcome. good guy. You're welcome. 
the division heads, uh, the camp mothers and the head counselors, we spend a lot of time with them on a daily basis, really getting to know the kids. So camp is not just a two-month-a-year job for you, is that is that correct? That's correct. Our division heads are already, what, today's October 19th? Yeah. So our division heads are calling, checking in with the campers right now, um, making sure that they're doing well in school, seeing how things are going, how they're socializing, new friends that they made, checking in on teams. You can't you can't run a camp just for for two months or seven weeks. This is, this this is, is a, a full year job. Yeah, a hundred percent. Wow, Camp Misora, extreme. Build your summer. Did I say that right? Create your summer here, Create but close. Summer. Build your summer. Create your summer. All right, we hope you've enjoyed uh, this first edition of the Masora Cast. Uh, feel free to email. Uh, you can email Ari at eight uh, cats at campmasora Email Ari with any questions you'd like uh, addressed or answered on the uh, next Masora podcast, and uh, we'll we'll give you a shout out when we uh, when we uh, do our next show uh, and answer all your questions. And if there's any particular topics you'd like to hear us talk about on the next uh, Masora cast. Let us know. Special thank you, Dove. You're really uh, phenomenal at asking it's these questions. My, it's my pleasure. And just remember, the early bird uh, deadline ends October 23rd. So October 23rd. Don't miss out. Limited space available. And uh, make sure that you sign up. You don't want to miss this summer. Don't miss this summer. Camp Missora. I'm Dove Katz. He's Ari Katz. Signing off on the Missora cast. We'll see you next time. Just yours alone, he wants to hear each word you say.